I want to just find out why initially Sasa found itself in this position where it had to ask for an extension. There are those who'd argue that she were given more than enough time. Good afternoon, Fabrice, and good afternoon to the listeners as well. I think, Fabrice, uh, uh, without uh, appearing that I'm trying to avoid your question, but uh, one would want to say that uh, the Constitutional Court has uh, delivered the judgment. And I think it's incumbent upon us as a judgment has been delivered to make sure that we talk about it going forward because arguments were presented in court uh, by all parties which were affected and when, when once the court arrives at the judgment, I think it will be very much uh, wrong or illegal for me to go back to those particular arguments. They were made there. Uh, and, and, and the court has resolved mm. on the matter. But Mr. Lezaz, I think I agree with you. I mean, I wouldn't mm. want to find myself in contempt of court, but I think it's only fair. It's in the public interest for people to be reminded on uh, a matter such as this, which uh, involves the most vulnerable of our society who believe, um, given the allegations, that they've been frustrated, that it seems SAS and the department are not doing enough to ensure that they do get the service. So the threat was that if there's no extension, more than 2 million pension uh, uh, grant receivers would be under threat. So the question is, why was the matter not resolved? Why was it left to this point? I'm sure you're going to hang me uh, for, for saying I'm pleading with you that we must not go to that extent. Uh, perhaps one would uh, would be uh, would be delighted to say, as an organization, we welcome the judgment by the Concord. And I think as an organization, we commit ourselves that whatever uh, direction or whatever judgment is there will be implemented. Each and every line of it will make sure as an organization that it is implemented. But uh, what what makes us happy is that uh, at least all those beneficiaries who are getting their cash uh, payment every month, and would, uh, there would be there is a certainty that uh, they will get their payment uh, without any hindrance. So we we, we would want uh, to to make sure that. Uh, beneficiaries uh, get their money without any problem. Hmm. You know, Mr. Litsa, my listeners are probably thinking, he's asking so nicely if Tepiso, can I please spin you? And I'll allow you, to the extent that you allow me to ask you this question, how much can you ensure um, the people of South Africa that you won't be seeking another extension, that this was not just another excuse to uh, have some sort of evergreen effect of the CPS contract? Again, I go back to the point that it was made very clear by the Congress that this matter should be resolved, that you've had adequate time to deal with it. Yeah. No, no, you're quite right, Tepiso. And I think one, one must, must simply say, if there's any criticism which is leveled at, at us, I think as an organization we must take it as, as a constructive uh, criticism and not a destructive criticism. And I think we need to make sure that we don't repeat the mistakes of the past. However, we have made a commitment as an organization that each and every line by line of that judgment which was delivered today by the Concord, as an organization, we commit ourselves that we make sure that it's implemented without any question whatsoever. So included in, 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 the, in the commitment is the fact that we would want to make sure that uh, the six months which has been given to us, once it comes to an end, we will make sure that uh, the the payment of social grants are now insourced in terms of ensuring that we disperse the social grants uh, together with the South African Post Office. All right, thank you so much for your time, Pasekale Tzadzi, Sasa spokesperson. Um, meanwhile, as I mentioned earlier on the 
North Gauteng High Court has ordered cash paymaster services to pay back over 300 million rand it unlawfully received from Sasa. We on the line now to head of legal and investigations at Corruption Watch, Leanne Govansam. You're very good. Afternoon to you, and thank you so much for speaking to us, Ms. Sami. Before we get to this particular matter, your victory, which I know you're celebrating, what is your reaction to CPS's contract being extended for a further half a year? Look, um, we've always regarded this to be a kind of self-created situation um, because the, the, the court has itself placed Sasa um, kind of under supervisory jurisdiction in respect of the social grants tender. So our immediate reaction is that more should have been done to avoid this. This tender has had been declared unlawful in 2013, and yet CPS continues to benefit from it um, and continues to profit from it. Um, and we really think that SASA should have done a lot more to avoid this particular situation. Mm. One of the stipulations of this extension is that they don't benefit. So I'm asking myself how that's going to um, uh, you know, occur, especially if they are rendering services. But more pointedly, pointedly, you have said in the past that there must be an investigation of the relationship between SASA, CPS and the department. What are your uh, suspicions? Why are you calling for a more in-depth uh, investigation into their relationship? Look, you have to ask questions about why SASA was granted this tender, how they were granted the tender. Um, you know, there was initially supposed to have been an investigation following the 2013-2014 judgment. Um, and, and we do know, of course, that the um, FBI at some point was conducting an investigation, uh, which they say is now dormant. Um, and it really does amount to, even in relation to our matter around the $317 million, why are particular decisions taken in breach of procurement processes? Why is the supplier favored when they've not, when they were at the time for the 2013 matter, not able to show uh, valid triple BE credentials? Um, so, so we have these questions in our mind, and we think that only a real, really good uh, independent criminal investigation of these matters would be able to answer some of these questions. Of course, we, we, we don't have direct evidence, but there's a lot of questions around why they are particularly favored. Um, and, and and I guess that's the reason why we would want an investigation. Mm. So with regards to uh, this uh, over 300 million rand, which Sasa is going to pay back, now you've said it's highlights, it highlights the importance of procurement processes. Do you think it was just merely a case of... Um, uh, processes being flouted, or uh, do you suspect that there were some nefarious activities? Look again, uh, we, the question we have in our minds is, is why was this particular payment made without following procurement processes? Um, this amounted to a variation of the main contract that the court has now declared unlawful. Um, you know, I think it would be very unfair of us to to kind of say there were nefarious reasons behind it, but certainly we have questions um, and we would want an investigation to uncover th- uncover that. So what is to be of that? Have you, you know, pointed uh, the matter to somebody else? Have you requested that there be an independent investigation or are you yourselves uh, going to continue going to court to seek answers? Look, what has happened today is that cash payments services has been ordered to 
pay back that amount of 317 million rand to SASA with interest running from the date on which the payment was made. Um, so, so we have that court order. Um, you know, we expect that there's going to be possibly an appeal uh, of that court order. Um, and we'll certainly be engaging, now that we have the order that has declared these, these procurement processes unlawful, we will be engaging with the criminal justice authorities around the um, a, a criminal investigation. But what we also have done is um, last year sometime, the International Finance Corporation, which is the investment arm of the World Bank, they made a major investment into, into Cash Paymaster, into Net One, which is the parent company to Cash Paymaster. And we've asked them, them to review the investment, um, to review the basis on which that investment was made because of the procurement irregularities, because of the numbers of, number of times CPS has been taken to court, etc. So th- we really want shareholders, uh, those who are investing in CPS uh, through NetOne, um, to also be held accountable and to, to conduct a better due diligence in respect of their investments. So that's the kind of gambit of the activities that we're engaged in um, okay. around SACA and CPS. Thank you so much for your time. The Anne Gavin Sami, Head of Legal and Investigations at Corruption Watch.